you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. everybody and welcome to good morning football we are live in new york city it is tuesday march 29th my name is rachel bonetta alongside peter schrager kyle brand and one of the most electrifying players of all time two-time pro bowler the x-factor dante hall hey morning, morning, guys. dante what's it like to be described as electrifying electrifying, electrifying? yeah <laughs> It's good. Answer. Very good. Great answer. Time for the lead, lead block. Lead Let's welcome in our very own Steve Weish from the 2022 annual league meeting in Palm Beach, Florida. Steve, so much has happened already. What are you hearing? What are you seeing this morning at the league meeting? What do you got? Well, Rachel, the NFC coaches just wrapped up their media availability. Of course, each coach was answering a lot of questions specific to his team, such as Dennis Allen from the Saints saying that Taysom Hill we know the Swiss Army knife, that he'll be uh, used primarily, at least going into the season, as a tight end. So it is Jameis Winston's job. I um, heard Sean McVay, the Rams head coach, say, um, you know, they're talking about running it back, things they have to tweak. But he also was talking about how excited he was when Aaron Donald told him that he's not retiring, he's going to come back to play, and now it's an issue of getting that contract extension done. But the bigger kind of universal conversation is, you know, answering questions about the overtime rules, which are going to be voted on within the next half an hour to an hour or so by owners and a lot of different opinions. You had some coaches saying the rules are fine. We don't need to tweak them anymore because there can be a continuous rabbit hole of putting more snaps into the game or getting more possessions into the game. But other coaches said they kind of like both teams getting possession, especially if it's only in the postseason. Uh, because Sean McVay said he would love to see Josh Allen of the Bills get another possession in that great playoff game with the Kansas City Chiefs. But in a nutshell, the feeling among coaches is, once again, just tell us what the rules are and we'll adjust. But again, through the overtime rules, the owners are going to be voting on that uh, this morning, and we should have an announcement on that probably before noon Eastern time as to if there'll be any changes and if so, what they are. And then more meetings will take place later today. And NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, he will be wrapping things up a little bit later on this evening with his, his final press conference. Of course, they'll discuss what happened at these league meetings and probably some other questions such as, could there be punishment coming for Deshaun Watson, the quarterback, who was just traded to the Cleveland Browns? And, you know, a lot of issues like that as well. So things are going to be uh, wrapping up a little bit later today. But as usual, just a packed final day here at these league meetings. 
Mm-hmm. Keeping it busy. All right. Thanks, Steve. Thank you so much. Uh, it seemed to be a foregone conclusion that the 49ers would trade away Jimmy Garoppolo this offseason. And yet, as we sit here less than a month away from the draft, he is still on the roster. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Kyle Shanahan spoke just a few months uh, mo- just a few moments a ago. Let's okay. go back to a couple months ago. Talked about it a few months ago. Too. Uh, and address the 49ers quarterback situation. Let's check it out. Finding your routine. Um, it's it's you're such a routine of what you do seven days a week throughout the season and just repeats. And you kind of been doing that for a long time. And once you become a head coach, there's some other responsibilities. So you still gotta you can't change in your preparation stuff. But um, it's going to be a little bit different um, first week for him than it was leading up to that. But you get used to it as the year goes. Hey, Cal, what's been your interaction with Jimmy Garoppolo? Like, what what have you guys been talking about? Where does it, everything stand from your standpoint? Yeah, I mean, we don't do a lot of talking in the offseason. Jimmy's not the most communicating guy. He likes to get away from us a little bit, which I understand. Um, but everything's good with Jimmy. And just I think everyone knows he got the surgery, which uh, I think made the situation a little bit tougher. Um, anytime someone gets a shir- surgery, especially on their throwing shoulder, it's um, teams are going to be a little more nervous than what they want to offer and things like that so I think that did put it on hold and uh, we're all right with that I mean it's we went through the free agent periods so we had to make some adjustments to do some things like that but we got it on the books right now and uh, we'll keep it that way until something else can improve us who do you consider right now as being your starting quarterback in 2022 that's a funny question um, I don't have thought about it at all yet I'm sitting here at Breakers Hotel and um, just having breakfast with you guys we, we haven't done a roster yet probably will never announce a starter because I don't think I ever have um, ever you know Kyle, you'll keep that going on, um, <laughs> the overtime and where do you sense the rest of the coaches in the, in the league is on that the um, new, their new rule yeah I, I, I mean I think everyone wants to change I think but I mean I don't mind too much um, I, I don't have a preference either way I don't mind how it is to tell you the truth um, it's I've all I didn't mind when they changed I like how it used to be also so I've, I've never had too big of an issue with it I've definitely lost games um, where uh, we haven't gotten the ball um, but we've also been able to hold people to a field goal and come back and win on a touchdown the next time so I really don't have a strong opinion on which way it goes um, what everyone else decides just tell us the rules and figure it out when you get to overtime if, if Jimmy is here uh, or is with the team throughout the spring will he actually be physically in Santa Clara, or will he be doing his rehab in L.A.? How, how would that work out? Um, when we start up, I mean, if he's with our team, I expect him to be with us, you know, and that's, I know his rehab is going to take longer. I don't think he's going to be ready to throw in OTAs and stuff, so it will be a training camp thing, which um, I haven't discussed it with him. I mean, we want to do the best thing that gets his rehab right. Um, but, no, I fully expect that Jimmy's on our team to be a part of our team. you see a scenario in which he is on the roster in front of Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Based on what you saw from Trey, is the natural progression for him to be a starter? Is that something that he's going to have to prove this offseason? Well, I mean, that's that's why we looked into trading Jimmy. I mean, because we obviously believe that Trey can be a starter, and we're ready to do that. But if uh, we can't up upgrade our team in another way, we're not just going to get rid of a good quarterback because we have other quarterbacks on the roster. I mean, quarterbacks are really hard to come by. Some teams don't have any at all. And the fact that we have three that we're happy with, um, that is a good thing. Uh, you always want to upgrade your team. And usually only one guy can play. And we know we have some guy, all guys that are capable of starting, which Jimmy's done a great job for us. We brought Trey here to be that eventually. Um, and I think that'll be sooner than later. But um, when Jimmy gets his surgery and um, we can't upgrade our team by getting some good picks until surgery, until people feel good about that, I'm all right with that. I mean, we're not just getting rid of him to get rid of him. I mean, Jimmy's a good player that we all really like as a person and as a teammate. And we're going to wait to see whatever helps the Niners the most. So if, Jim, if Jimmy is on the roster when you get to camp, how do you envision that playing out? Is it going to be a competition, or have you got that far? Definitely haven't got that far. Um, but, yeah, we'd figure that out. It'd be something. I mean, he'd be on our team, so you'd have to – I mean, Jimmy's a good quarterback, so he's not easy for anyone to beat out. And uh, that was tough. Trey wasn't ready to beat him out last year. Um, it'll be definitely closer to that this year if it happens, but that's something that we want to have to worry about to training camp. And um, usually when you have a situation like that, it makes everyone better anyways. Wow, 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 wow. There was a lot there. Mm, that felt a lot. very honest. 
Although I don't know if he doesn't have any idea what's going to happen with the roster. I feel like he knows something. So there you have it. Uh, the Niners could end up keeping Jimmy G after all, and Trey Lance is on a natural progression to be the starter. What mm-hmm. do you make of what we just heard? We got Shregs. First off, kudos to Matthew Barrows, who does a great job covering. I'm sure Matt Mike Coco is there. There's such a good uh, amount of journalists in the same. Like, you're not going to let Kyle Shanahan off the ropes. And they weren't going to just sit there and ask him fluff questions. Like, no, let's get to the bottom of this. And that is what I appreciate here at this table in New York City, that we don't have to necessarily be down there in Florida because we've got great reporters Mm -hmm. doing the questions. And Kyle couldn't escape. He couldn't just cut the press conference, Mm -hmm. had to sit there and answer him. And I I really wonder if the Niners were were truly caught off guard by by Jimmy getting the shoulder surgery when he did. Because it keeps on coming up that, hey, the shoulder surgery is now maybe teams aren't looking to trade for him because he just got this. Like, if he had waited to do that, and no one knew that he needed shoulders, shoulders, that's, a, that's a tough shoulders one. Shoulders, it's it's a tough one. No one knew that he necessarily needed that. We knew that the avulsion fracture was in his hand during the playoffs. We knew he was playing hurt. Yeah. But to wake up one morning and be like, oh, and Jimmy Garoppolo at the Combine is going to get shoulder surgery, suddenly his trade value plummets because a team's like, what, what am I getting? I'd like to see him maybe throw. I'd like to see him maybe post-rehab. Uh, I don't need to necessarily trade a first-round pick for a guy or a second-round pick. So they're in this situation right now where it's like they don't owe Jimmy Garoppolo any guaranteed money. They can keep him on. But just from the comfort and the awkwardness level, like you can't have Jimmy Garoppolo in that locker room come July. You can't have him there and be like, Trey, uh, you know, we just couldn't trade Jimmy, and he's still a good quarterback, so he's there. And, like, if anyone can handle it, it's Jimmy Garoppolo, who dealt with it all last year. But for Trey Lance's sake and for the future of this team, it's time to move on, even if it's not trading Jimmy Garoppolo 100 cents on the dollar. You might need to trade him 40 cents on the dollar at this point. And, gosh, if he didn't get that shoulder surgery, I wonder if they could have gotten him for the full dollar. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's tough. You say it's time to move on, but... It's tough to move on from a guy that almost had you in the Super Bowl. I get it. I mean, they were 17-7 in the third quarter against the Rams, and it took a miraculous comeback for the Rams to make it. So they're in a conundrum. Like, do you sit on a top three, number three overall pick? Well, you traded two first-round picks for it. Exactly. Or do you sit on $25 And that was great insight into the minds and their thinking in the San Francisco 49ers because – they're being honest. Like, they want to trade Garoppolo, get picks, put things around Trey uh, Lance, and let them move forward in that direction. But if you can't, I don't think they're really sure or positive about the development. Mm-hmm. He says a natural progression. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he didn't give me confidence that Trey is ready to take over right now. And I think they will go with Trey if they can get some other picks, defensive side of the ball, maybe some more weapons on offense. But for me, I took from that soundbite, we're not all the way there with Trey Lance yet. If we can get some picks, build around him, we'll go in that direction. But if not, I feel like if Garoppolo is still on the roster, he starts over Trey Lance mm. this year. If Trey was ready, don't you think we would have seen way exactly. more of him this year? Sure. But whole offseason, you work, you get better. It's a it's a fine mess, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like you 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 want to break up with your girlfriend, but you'd much prefer she start seeing someone else, so it would just make it a lot easier for you. <laughs> but no one's asking her out, so you have to do it yeah. yourself, and that's hard. I'm I'm most uh, titillated by this idea of both those quarterbacks on the roster next year, and I, I you know Shanahan does the the hemming and hawing about any time you can have good quarterbacks, and that's what they all say. But if they don't get any trade offers, aren't the Niners better next year with both those guys? It's there's options. It's just a, it's just a fine mess of managing egos and personalities. And could they enter a training camp saying like, Trey, you're the guy. We're gonna go to you, Jimmy. We love you, and uh, you're still on the team. And we think you have a role in the future here. But right now, it's gonna be Trey. And Trey, he obviously gets injured. Or just doesn't have it. And they start out one and three, put Jimmy in, and I think he'll probably start winning. Wait, there's a history of that. Matt Leinert was the quarterback in Arizona, was the guy. Guess who was number two? Kurt Warner was number two as, like, wow. the veteran guy. And then every day at practice, it became more and more evident. Ken Wisenhunt. Ken Wisenhunt yeah. and Kurt Warner. And it's like, do you want to get into that mess? Yeah. I don't know. And then I'll add this. Debo Samuel 
and uh, Nick Bosa both have contract extensions coming up. So the $25 million that you're oh, like, yeah. it's, it's going to Jimmy, like, mm. you can divvy that, that up. Money. You need that money to yeah. pay those guys. Yeah. And maybe don't pay them right now, but there's a salary cap and there's a pie, and it's like $25 million is going to Jimmy Garoppolo right now. Mm-hmm. And they just Which is why up. you can't sit on it. If he's, in, if he's on your roster, he must play. You cannot just have this guy making $25 million sitting on a bench. Who's, mm. who's trading for Jimmy, even cheap? You trade, uh, Seattle is going to trade for him? No, no they're they're not going to do it. the shoulder surgery, so many injuries. Yeah. Like, I said a crazy number of games that he missed yesterday, like 25 yeah. in the last few years. Well, when That's he's out there, they win. So it's Carolina's going to trade for Jimmy Garoppolo? I just it's an think. upgrade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Is, Ka- is Jimmy Garoppolo the starting quarterback in Carolina right now? Are they not better off than what they were last 100%. year? 100%. Well, then you get back into the Baker-Jimmy thing, and it's everywhere. There's just, uh, end game. if you want him off the roster... You have to trade him. Hope somebody trades really cheap, or you just cut him. They don't want to. Cut him. You don't pay him twenty-five million. Yeah. Is it normal for a quarterback to not have any communication with their head coach in the offseason? That was interesting. I thought that that was a little bizarre. Jimmy's not much of a talker. Yeah. He's not really communicative with this team. I think Jimmy like, kind of beats to his own drum in the offseason. Really <laughs> that's close? a little. That's a little bizarre, though, yeah. for the cohesiveness of the team and your relationship with think. your coach. Like yeah. I, it Kittle always seems joked like he's that really like he would text either. Jimmy and not doesn't get text, text back. back. I think Jimmy's worked on that, but... I don't know if that's <laughs> ideal. It's not always a great trait. Very interesting. Hey, David. Do something And there it is. Aaron Rodgers, the most prolific touchdown passer in Green Bay Packers history. Congrats, brother. It's time for one of our patented drives right here, baby. Time for the lead block. Lead block. Get excited for the Raiders. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm on that. I'm on that. It's been the offseason of massive moves, and even though Aaron Rodgers decided to stay in Green Bay, his number one wide receiver, Devontae Adams, is headed to Vegas. Packers head coach Matt LaFleur spoke about his quarterback and that blockbuster trade just minutes ago. Let's listen. I actually received a text message that confirmed that Aaron was coming back, and um, I was in an offensive meeting, so it was uh, was a pretty exciting meeting. I actually darted out right away just to make sure I read it the right way before I I let anybody know. But, um, you know, I I would say that I had pretty good feelings about it throughout the course of the offset, you know, or since the season had ended up to that point. But until you know, you really don't know. So, um, and then, you know, did you ask about Devontae as well? Um, yeah, that was just, again, one of those things that those decisions are never easy to, to make. And unfortunately, it was one that, you know, we had to come to. I think a lot of it was driven by, by Devontae, I would tell you. Um, but, you know... There's no sense in looking back on it. It's just we're moving forward. So, and and we, we appreciate everything he's done. Obviously, it's it's a lot to replace in terms of the production and, and the type of leader that he was for us. But again, it was just one of those those deals that you never want to make. But unfortunately, sometimes you have to to make. I think you can never have enough great players, enough guys that can make those big explosive plays because typically I would say that when you're able to create those explosives a lot of times that leads to points so um, yeah it's it's not going to be easy to replace by any stretch and I think we're going to have to do a great job and let's face it there's six months before we have to kick off so I would envision a lot is going to happen between now and between now and opening day. Okay, Green Bay won't have Devontae in 2022, but let's take a look at what they do have at wide receiver on the roster with just under a month until the NFL draft. We got Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard, uh, not a ton of experience beyond those top two guys, but they still have the back-to-back MVP. By the way, Aaron Rodgers let Matt LaFleur know he was coming back via text. Was it a quick text? Was it like a novel? Many different chapters? Emoji. I wonder what the vibe was. Was there the eyes emoji yeah. that Kyle hates? The best. Uh, so how confident are you guys in Aaron Rodgers and the Packers right now? Yeah, it, it's... LaFleur's deal is like, 
guys, he wasn't coming back. No. Devonta Adams was not coming back, yeah. and he said it. He's like the player led this thing, so. It wasn't like it was a choice. Do we pay him or not? They offered him as much money as the Raiders are paying him now. They did everything they possibly could. Packers fans, Devontae Adams did not want to be a Green Bay Packer anymore. So they said, let's do it now. Let's get rid of him. And what they get in exchange is a little bit of draft capital, but also a lot of money that they can now play with if they want to sign a Jarvis Landry, if they want to sign an Odell Beckham, if they want to go down and get some of these other second, third, fourth-tier veteran wide receivers that are still there. But it wasn't like an either-or for them. Once they didn't get the deal done last summer, it seems like now that the book has been written, Devontae Adams wanted out. He played the season out, and once they gave him that franchise tag, that was that. So I look at LaFleur, and I look at a guy who didn't want to necessarily get the divorce, yet his wife was done, and she walked out the door. And it's like, yeah. are you going to lick your wounds, or are you going to sit in a corner in the fetal position and cry about it? She can so, choose. It doesn't have to be mutual. Of She's course. Like, I'm out of here. This wasn't a, but, uh, but, but I can do all this. It doesn't matter. I'm out. It's been written. Yeah. So, to me, do I have confidence? Like, I have confidence that Aaron Rodgers is signed, and Aaron Rodgers is a two-time uh, reigning MVP, and that guy has thrown to a million receivers, and they'll find a way to be competitive in what looks like a very watered-down NFC right now. Mm. You know, Russell Wilson's not coming up and playing them in the playoffs anymore. No. And Matthew Stafford is in L.A., and Brady's in Tampa, but beyond those two... You tell me the quarterback you're scared of. Deshaun Watson didn't choose the NFC. He chose to stay in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think Aaron Rodgers is shaking in his boots about playing Dak Prescott or Carson Wentz this year? Even his oh. nemesis, the Niners, are kind of reshifting. You and know? Trey Lance going to give yeah. him fear? Yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I, I'm very confident the Packers are going to get back to the playoffs. The question is, can they get over the hump? And I, that's that's a, that's really always the question with the Packers. So we're back where we are. And yeah. Devontae Adams is a great player. Didn't want to be there. Wanted to play with Derek Carr and his childhood team and make $30 million a year. He got all of his wildest dreams. Let's see who gets further in the playoffs, the Packers or the Raiders. We'll check back in in January. Mm. So I'm very confident in the Packers and Aaron Rodgers that they will be what they have been in years past. A good team. You have Aaron Rodgers, one of uh, the all-time great quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. He obviously is very talented. Um, but they're just going to be what they always are. They'll make it to the playoffs because of him. Um, they better, the Packers better use a first-round pick on offensive talent this year, something they have not done since Rodgers has been there. Um, so the offense will look fine, like you mentioned, Peter. Aaron Rodgers always finds a way to keep, keep the offenses uh, uh, moving and being a top offensive uh, caliber type team. But um, do I have confidence that they can go beat the Los Angeles Rams? No. Do I have confidence that they can go beat the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers led by Tom Brady? Absolutely not. But I do have confidence that they will be a top three to top five NFC team. They'll make it to the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers will put up gaudy numbers. Again, they'll be one and done in the playoffs. One and done. Mm-hmm. One and done. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's not, that's not a ton of confidence from the two-time MVP. What's mm-hmm. the con- confidence of what they usually are? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've made it to a couple of NFC championships, but... Typically, one and done. You know, they're not infallible. It's, it wasn't that long ago that they were seven and nine, yeah. six, nine and one. Like two, two years in a row, yeah. like they got a head coach fired. It's, I, I, I'm as seduced by Rogers' talent as anybody else, but he can't just be like, playoffs. It, sometimes it's happened. And I don't mean 10 years ago, a few years ago. That's the whole reason Matt LaFleur is there. Um, I look at these names, look, Rico Gafford. Jawan Winfrey, these are some of the guys that are Green Bay Packers wide receivers right now. So I'm kind of in the same place. I, I personally don't think that the lafleur Rodgers marriage right now is going to turn around and they're going to be 7-9 and nine next year. I think they have the best player in the league. Mm-hmm. I think they're going against a Justin Fields experiments and Jared Goff, and then we'll see what we get from the Vikings. It, it's... There's so many Jordan comparisons all the time. At the end, it, it, when he was still doing his thing, if Michael Jordan was out there with Dickie Simpkins and Dennis Hobson and Bobby Hansen, I still think they're in the Eastern Finals because they have Jordan. Um, are we still just doing the, the chasing the tail thing, though? Because I look at the NFC also, and I'm going to talk about this later. Rams, Bucks, we like. Who do you like after that? Who do you like to be like, oh, they could be in the title game? I, I honestly don't know. There's straight teams that are really enigmatic, like the Saints, or like the Eagles, Vikings. the Vikings, you know, like it, I don't like to talk about the Cowboys, but I guess they're there. And then there's just this Packers thing. It was the problem was the second we saw Devontae leave, we all decided, well, they're not going to get to the Super Bowl. 
I just don't know. I know this. I know that Aaron Rodgers is much better than just what Devontae Adams made him. He was an all-pro and an MVP before Devontae. He could be after Devontae. That's the same way I feel about Mahomes. Like, the Tyreek thing is not going to bring Mahomes down to earth. Mahomes was bringing Tyreek up to the planet Mars. That's what Rodgers did with Devontae. And I love Devontae. And the Raiders got a great player. I think, if anything, we know how Rodgers is wired. This is an interesting psychological season for him. Like, you lost, again, you lost your Pippen. Can you put up 50 a night and still win the NFC? Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna, I think we're going to find out very little about Rodgers this year, actually. Be like, oh, yeah, wow, he really is that good. That post-Devante year was incredible. It's like the, the Belichick-Brady-gets-hurt year. I'm going to go win this with yeah. double-digit games with Matt Castle because I'm Bill Belichick, and I think that's the Rodgers thing right now. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to be on fire this year. I do. I hate to say it, everybody in the North. I kind of disagree. Talk about good. the psychology of it. The last two years, think about everything that's been going on behind the scenes. They draft Jordan Love. It's like, oh, my gosh, all this drama. Is he in? Is he out? He's in Hawaii. Is he coming back? Uh, And he's been MVP the last two years Mm -hmm. because he's had a lot to prove. And I get he's got a lot to prove again with Devontae Adams. But when have we seen a guy sign a massive contract and then absolutely ball out that next year? It's human nature. Like, we need something that we are striving for, that we are working towards. And he's no longer doing that. It's Mm -hmm. like he was single and now I'm married and I'm going to have kids and I'm going to settle and I'm Mm. good. And I'm going to play the next few years and then I'm going to (laughs) retire. It's like, does does that give you that fire in your belly that you want to just go out and like blast off. It's the age-old question. What motivates you more, the the lore of that carrot of that contract or the lore of that Lombardi? Mm -hmm. And like, does he have that fire? And with no Devontae, it's harder to win the Lombardi. Yeah. It just is, objectively. You can't tell me a 22nd overall pick wide receiver is going to be Devontae Adams or be better. Like, the offense mm. without Nathaniel Hackett, objectively, is going to be worse. Mm. Now, the thing that you said about, about Michael Jordan, he could take Bobby Hansen or anyone, right? Yeah. It's because Michael Jordan could galvanize a team. You guys think Aaron mm. Rodgers galvanizes a team? I don't see it. Even he's, in that, he's put that locker room through it the last few yeah, years. Yeah, and even I'm looking at he and uh, Devontae Adams, I just, you know, I love you, brother. I love you, brother. Yeah. Good job. Mm-hmm. Let's go get it done. It's just, that wouldn't fire me up. Now, you go see Tom Brady. I would run through a brick wall oh, for Tom yeah. Brady. Spanking so, bums. does he it's... have that galvanizing mm-hmm. great question. That is a that? great, that's a good point. I don't think he does. I, while I was watching that, I was like, that doesn't actually exactly. seem like a lot of love. Mm-hmm. I wonder Devontae wanted to get out of there. Mm-hmm. Huh. play with Derek Carr instead. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right, well, we got a lot more to discuss on the NFL annual meeting happening right now. We have more updates for you right after this. I'm You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. 
I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. Hello, hello. Welcome back. The NFL annual meeting taking place down in Florida. Let's listen in to Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury live this morning. I think it's huge. Um, I think all of us want to feel wanted. You know, you put so much time and effort of work into this game. Um, so that's a big part of it. And um, he knows how we feel about him. And, and so I'm, I'm excited to see what we can do with him moving forward. Yeah, I, I think we saw the impact he could have on us. Um, we had a young quarterback at the time. We needed a number one receiver to really help him take the next step. And so we were basically willing to do whatever it took to try and get that. And, you know, DeAndre is one of the best in the league. And um, you saw what happened to our offense last year, the last month of the season with him out, and it changed everything. So I think more than anything, we knew what Kyler plus DeAndre could be, and, and it's been really good so far. Yeah, I, I love Christian. Um, one of my favorite players I've ever been around as far as doing everything right, working hard, um, and a tremendous player. So uh, I, I told Doug Peterson yesterday, you're going to love coaching this guy. He's going to get open. He's going to be tough and make a bunch of plays for you. So excited to see any of those guys you get a chance to work with that do it right and make money like that, you, you get excited for them. I, I, he called me and I said, hey, let me let me borrow a little bit of that um, as soon as he got it because that, that's a big number. But if anybody deserves it, he does. How do you feel about your receiver now, now that he's officially gone? Yeah, I, I'm excited to see. You know, Rondell Morris, the kid we drafted last year, um, really explosive player. We didn't play him as much as we probably should have because we had so much depth at the position to start. But um, he's the guy who's really going to step up, DeAndre. And then we'll see, you know, what other additions we make. But those two guys can really play. Yeah, I expect him to be fully back um, sometime in the next couple of months. And uh, he looks great. He's been in the facility working out, and so excited to see what he can do. Yeah, definitely. On what? On that shirt. Okay, Kyler sent social media into a frenzy when he deleted all his Cardinals-related pictures off of his Instagram, but just a few weeks later said he wasn't too worried about his future with the team. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Uh, Do you guys think that everything is okay between Kyler Murray and the Cardinals, or are you still concerned, Dante? Oh, going to me first. Um, I'm a little concerned. And the reason why I'm concerned is because I feel like the Cardinals want to be in all in on, on, on Kyler. Um, but he didn't give him a good reason to at the tail end of that season last year. I mean, I've never seen Kyler play the way he played in the second half You're of the season. You're an A&M I'm a Texas guy. You know this guy's undefeated in the state of Texas. Yes. Yeah. He's never lost right. in the pros, college, high school, anything. Right. So I've seen excellence forever from this kid. Mm-hmm. His dad, Kevin Murray, went to Texas A&M, so I've been following him for a while because of his dad. And I just think that when he scrubbed his um, Instagram, it was for a reason. He said it's just what kids do. Well, they do it for a reason. I think he did it because he went into it um, wanting a better deal. He's only going to make $5.5 million this year. And he probably went into the season thinking, okay, especially after starting 7-0, I'm about to get the big money Mm -hmm. now. Mm -hmm. And then it just fell off on the second half. And now you kind of put the team in flux. Like, is he the guy? Is he the pillar for this organization? So I'm a little concerned with what's going on with Kyler and the yeah. partners right now. It's a fair concern. Uh, first off, Cliff Kingsbury in a white T-shirt uh, looking like... <laughs> 
<laughs> he, a little uh, Cliff, go take care of yourself. Come back, get out, come back and address you know the Big Mac and a nap. That I bet that James purse, three hundred dollars. Fred Siegel, yeah. the thre- like Egyptian cotton thread yeah. count off the wazoo. Like I bet that shirt. Costs. And I think that four hundred dollars that went to his white T-shirt is not going to Kyler when <laughs> Kyler wants it. Like that's how this is going to work. It, Kyler put out that Instagram statement via his agent uh, the Monday of Combine, and we did a whole show about. It. We're like, oh my god, this is nuclear, and the Cardinals kind of were like, all right, dude, like whatever. And he didn't get paid, but Cliff got an extension, Steve Kime got an extension, and both men have said that they they've hitched their wagons to Kyler. They want to see Kyler see, but like, it's not going to happen when Kyler wants it a year in advance of you know the contract being in the final year of it, like. Lamar Jackson still is a year behind, still hasn't gotten his contract. He won MVP. Patrick Mahomes had to wait all the way till July of that offseason before he got his contract. Kyler, right now it's March. I don't think you just snap your fingers and say, me, me, me. It's my time. especially off the way the playoffs finished up. And I don't, you know, does is Kyler happy with the Cardinals? I don't know. I don't particularly care. I are the Cardinals happy with Kyler is my question. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that? And then to demand being paid right now, right now, just it just did not seem like it was in tune with. It almost felt tone deaf in a way. It did. I, I think he's walking well. it back now. You think? Yeah, well, he's like, I'm fine. With, uh, yeah, I feel good about my future. It's like, ooh. I know. And I, I, my, my intuition tells me that there are times inside that facility when the GM and the coach and the owner are like, oh, this guy. I, I mean, I, I think it probably drives them a little bit crazy. Uh, I think there's generational things. I think the way he communicates is different. Mm-hmm. But I remember Cliff Kingsbury was ready to give his soul to come from college to the pros because he wanted to coach Kyler Murray. And there's a lot that comes with that. Um, the Instagram thing was ridiculous. The ex- explanation of it was ridiculous. And, like, so why would they be extending him? Because he's talented? Like, we'll get in line. A lot of guys are talented. What have you accomplished? Mm-hmm. You said it. The coach extended. The GM extended. The organization knows where they're at. Like, Kyler, all he's done is give us some really good highlights and then kind of just fade away. Like, you got, you got to give us some more here, man. It's not just, I, I'm Kyler Murray. I'm the number one pick. Give me all the money in the world. Like, we need some better results, and I think that's fair. Head coach Sean McVay of the Super Bowl champion Aram spoke earlier about the team's mentality and how uh, relieved he was to have superstar Aaron Donald back in the fold. Take a listen. I, I think it's just like... You know, it's just like you want your players to play. You you want them to go shoot their shot. I, I loved uh, watching that Last Dance documentary, and I can remember there was a part where somebody was talking about Michael Jordan. One of the things that really separated him was he was totally and completely present. He never worried about missing a shot that he hadn't taken yet. And I think that's the mindset and mentality that we want to try to embody, um, do things that we feel like are in the best interest of our football team. And when our players are out there competing, I want them – uh, with that mindset of, I'm not afraid to fail, I'm going to attack success. You've heard us talk about that, and I think that's a, a trait that a lot of great teams have. I think the biggest thing is is being around people, whether it be our coaches or our players, and artists can tell you this, um, and this isn't just because we were able to finish it the right way. This was probably as rejuvenated, and uh, I haven't had as, I've, I had more fun this past year than, a, than I have in a long time, and I think because there was, a, there was a sense of purpose with this team, where you were doing it with people you loved and cared about, and I was talking to a handful of people about this yesterday. I think when you hear the mic'd up stuff, you can see how much our team loved one another. And when you're doing it with people like that, there's real purpose that's established. That allows you to be able to sustain a certain level of energy that I think was really beneficial for, for me personally this year. And hopefully we'll have it for many years to come. I, I don't even know how to articulate how relieved I am. I mean, basically... Maybe I would have done the TV stuff if Aaron Donald retired. You know, no, he's 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 so special, Jared. That we talked about this before when we were working throughout the course of the week, Super Bowl week. As special as everybody says, how you know, talk to me about this guy. Best way I can answer it is as special as you think Aaron Donald is. He's that much better. He epitomizes what's right about the Rams in terms of the work capacity. I think he really elevated his game in terms of pushing people and leading. You guys could see in some of the mic'd up stuff how vocal he was throughout the course of the playoffs. He was as much of a reason why we won as anybody, and you could see how much his teammates wanted it for him. But the type of competitor, I think what I was really happy for too, Jared, is being able to see him enjoy what he did and what his teammates did this year. You know, he's always working so hard, and you're just hitting the reset button right after the season ends especially when you think back to how it ended in 2020 and the emotion and the way he wasn't really able to be at his best because of the rib injury he sustained against Seattle. Um, 
but I was very relieved that he decided he wants to come back and lead the way. And it's really important to get this contract figured out for him because I think he deserves it and he's very, uh, you know, he's earned it. Mm. Voice is sounding a little extra raspy today. I don't know if you guys uh, are picking up on that at all. Um, Super Bowl champs know they'll be on everyone's radar in 2022, of course, but they seem to be ready for that challenge. Do you guys think the Rams are primed to repeat as Super Bowl champs, right? I know for one thing that guy is. And, you know, the Amazon stuff was real. They came with a mighty offer to Sean, and he said it there. If Aaron Donald isn't coming back, maybe he does do the TV. Um, He thought about it long and hard and decided – He wasn't going to abandon Matt Stafford. He wasn't going to abandon uh, Aaron Donald. They're going to try to win more than one. They're going to try to win two, and who knows beyond that. Um, This past weekend, you'd think Sean McVay is on this celebrity circuit of he presented at, I believe, the the People's Choice Awards earlier this year, and he's on vacation. Also, Do you know what he did this past weekend? He went to the University of Arizona to speak at a coaching clinic for his old colleague Jed Fish and talked to some of the folks there in Arizona, high school coaches in Arizona. Then he flew to Coral Gables and spoke with the University of Miami and did it as a guest of Mario Cristobal. Like, McVay is so dialed in, like, he couldn't even take a month to just let this thing wash over him. He's already dialed in and ready to go. The one thing I would say... They were very surprised that Aaron, that Aaron Donald wasn't able to, with the rest of them, recruit Von Miller to come back. Mm-hmm. And Von Miller put them over the top. I'm very interested to see how they're going to replace that element, where Von Miller brought a championship pedigree to mm-hmm. that team and brought leadership that they did not have necessarily, who had already been there, done that. Von leads to Buffalo, and it's like, hey, we'll bring in Allen Robinson, and we'll be right, good to go. But, mm-hmm. gosh, Von Miller was important there, and I still think there's – a little bit of surprise that Vaughn didn't want to run this back with them and that Vaughn chose to go to Western New York and the money over being in L.A. Mm. and trying to get be great and do two in a row. Mm. So I'm on board with the Rams repeating, um, getting back. I know yesterday, Kyle, you did a great job of illuminating teams rarely get back. But when you look at the teams that have gotten back, um, the cornerstone players usually come back. So you got Aaron Donald coming back. You have Matthew Stafford who – Got it done in his first year. That was a big transition. You're going from Detroit to L.A. with all the glitz and glamour, the pressure, and he got it done. So he will be a lot more comfortable in his second season with the offense, with all the glitz and glamour. And like I just said, we got uh, Aaron Donald coming back, Jalen Ramsey. I'm a little concerned with Whitworth leaving as mm-hmm. far as the left tackle. Um, and leader. And leader, exactly. I know he was a little long in the tooth, but um, that's that's a big loss. But overall, I think the cornerstone players, McVay, um, Matthew Stafford, and then the addition of Allen Robinson, that's going to make that offense even more potent. So I know it's rare that teams make it back, but I like the Rams' chances just because they're bringing back the cornerstone players. It's a funny thing to think of the Super Bowl, too, is that Eric Weddle was all over the field, mm-hmm. too. Now he's gone, he's and that gone. was so interesting. And so they'll have to do uh, fill in some spots and everything, but – the guy's McVay's been coaching five years. He's been at two Super Bowls. There you go. He was the youngest hire ever. I think his journey's fascinating because you come in and you know it's personal to us because Peter was on it so early. This guy is Sean McVay. I'm like, what? Right away, first year playoff, second year Super Bowl, superstar, taking over the league. And then I think the bloom was off the rose a little bit. And they took a dip and they missed the playoffs. And it's like, all right, well, now it's all these other new head coaches. We all have a McVay. No, you don't. Gets right back, decides to say, screw it. I have this quarterback. We took number one overall. I want to move on. And so I do think that, like, McVay has separated himself from every other young Stefanski who we love or all these, Zach Taylor even. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think, though, it's going to be really tough because they all saw what he did and they said, Jared Goff is not good enough for us. It's fine. It's okay. But we need to be better. And you look at what the Browns have done. You look at what Denver. the Colts have done, what Denver's yes. done. The Colts could have said, ah, Carson will be – no, it's not good enough. We're trying to win a Super Bowl. Jared Goff maybe could have gotten to another one. We don't know. And that whole, like, we need a superstar quarterback now I thing it, I think it leads lot. to the wide receivers, too. Seeing Dude. the Raiders say, screw it, let's go get Devontae Adams. No. Seeing the Dolphins say, screw it, let's go get Tyreek The point Hill. is, mm-hmm. we've had people on this air saying, this is the craziest offseason ever. Craziest three weeks. I don't think that's a coincidence based on what the Rams just did. And we're going to get this star, this star. And everyone's like, well, we all have to do it. I just don't think it landed that way by accident. I really also don't think that we can ignore what Sean McVay just walked away from. Or, or yeah, walked away from. And Aaron Donald just walked away from his freedom and being retired. Yeah. They came back. Options. When they had all of these glorious options. They saw Andrew Whitworth take off. They saw Vaughn leave. They could have done that, mm-hmm. too. And I, I wrote down what he had said. He said, I, I had the most fun this past season than I've had in my coaching career. 
everyone loves one another. Uh-huh. Like, that is what you want to cool come thing. back to. It's a good vibe on that team in that locker room. So, uh, ooh, I'm excited for the Rams this year after this talk. Chat, all right, more GMFB on the way. Don't go anywhere. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com, or download the app today. Uh, Seahawks head coach Pete Carroll spoke earlier this morning at the annual league meeting and had a lot to say about new quarterback Drew Locke. Let's take a look. When Drew came out of college, you know, we made our, our assessments and evaluated him for the drafts and all that. We saw him as a, as a big, strong-armed, mobile, aggressive, athletic quarterback. And uh, he had thrown a ton of footballs. He had been in a very aggressive program, you know, where you got to see him do everything. All He used the entire field. We saw all of that stuff and really liked what we saw. We can still see that. We see that right now when we watch the film. And so, uh, unfortunately for him, he's, he's, you know, he's been in, in, his play has come about where there's a lot of turnovers in this game. And that just doesn't fit with us. But we just have to fix that. We have, we have to change his mentality and do the things that we can do to help him you know, be his best. There's nothing that we see there that doesn't show us that the potential is there. So he's, a, he's in a developmental mode as he, as he enters our program, but yet he's already been through three years of in and out of activity. He's played a lot of football, and so we think we can capitalize on that. And, uh, you know, there's really, we see, what we're seeing now, we see all upside. So. Hmm, all upside. All right, you heard the man. Coach Carroll went on to say that the Seahawks are still in the quarterback business Hmm. and still looking at the veteran quarterbacks who are out there. What should Seattle do to address their QB situation? What do you think? This isn't an unfamiliar tune since the trade. Uh, They had a press conference the week after, and both John Schneider and Pete Carroll were singing the virtues of Drew Locke. And you look and you say, Drew Locke, you roll your eyes, and 
it's fair to do that because Drew Locke hasn't gotten the job done in his years with Denver. He has never beaten the Chiefs. He never was the dad to lead the team to the playoffs. But he was also never put in a system where you felt like you get the most out of Drew Locke. The offensive coaches in Denver are not what you're going to get in Seattle with Shane Waldron, who comes from the McVay tree, and might be able to maximize what you get from Drew Locke. Now, that's a women of prayer. We've seen a lot of quarterbacks flame out with one team and then get on to another, and okay, that's what they are. They're second string or they're, you know, the... 25th to the 32nd starter in the league. Very rarely do you get that second chance and this quarterback's like, oh, wow, he actually is awesome. It was just that he wasn't in the right situation and maybe that was Tannehill, maybe, I don't know. Um, I come, it's hard to even, it wasn't Sam Darnold. Who, Trubisky in Pittsburgh. Maybe it's Trubisky in Pittsburgh, right? Like, I don't know. They're taking Drew Locke, they're talking Drew Locke, they have the ninth overall pick and I don't know. They wouldn't be singing this song about Drew Locke if they weren't committed to Drew Locke. I feel like they actually believe in Drew Locke, and we'll have to see before we judge. Because Pete and John Schneider, they've seen some football in their days. He's 70 years old. You want to do this with Drew Locke? Like, that's the final chapter. Listen, I can only go by what he's saying. We really liked him. He just turns the ball over all the time. I mean, that's a pretty big deal, you know? Other than that, Chris, how did you like presenting at the Oscars? I, I mean, it's like, that's, that's kind of a thing, you know what I'm saying? Dante, Dante what do you think? And then he said, we're still in the quarterback business, right? <laughs> yeah. So I'm a little confused. I don't think they're all in on Drew Locke. Um, what kind of draft capital do they have? Ninth over. Ninth. That's pre Do you go get here. Jimmy G? Oh. Yeah. Does San Francisco, get, they would never trade with him. I don't know. San Francisco get desperate, Peter. Ninth overall? Why not? Ninth overall? No, they're not trading the ninth overall pick for Jimmy G. The Seahawks wouldn't. Okay. What do you think, Bonetta? Is maybe there anybody seven, else? Maybe Peter, second. Peter Carroll, listen up. <laughs> okay. I know who you need. Baker Mayfield. Talk about it. Look great in green. And those fans, he's a fan guy. He is a city guy. The Seattle Seahawks, that fan base, needs a guy like that. He was injured last year. All right, let's forget about last season. Think about the season that the Browns were in the playoffs for the first time. Baker is the one that brought them out of the mud and the muck that they have been in for a century. He can do that with the Seattle Seahawks as well. You know where I stand, like Peter. It. I like it. Hope you're listening. Mm-hmm. Baker could be your guy. Mm-hmm. I, that would be spicy. I would be very into that. I'm big on the he was hurt last year trend, too. I, I've said it routinely. He was no incredibly hurt. The most no hurt that, that he's ever been. Rachel, they don't like to hear that. They think it sounds like whining in a cop. No, 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 no. If anything, he wasn't whining. He was showing up and still playing, probably when he shouldn't have. Jimmy was hurt last year, too. I don't know. Some, some guys out there. We'll see. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Awards Watch says Liam Neeson is at his best. Don't miss In the Land of Saints and Sinners. Having left his dark past behind, retired hitman Finbar Murphy, played by Neeson, leads a quiet life in a remote coastal Irish town. But when a menacing crew of terrorists arrive, Finbar is drawn into a vicious game of cat and mouse, forcing him to choose between exposing his secret identity or defending his friends and neighbors. In the land of saints and sinners, from Samuel Goldwyn Films and Sony Pictures Home Entertainment, watch it now on digital. Rated R.